this week on the Roommates Podcast. It's like, fam, you're you're lying to you don't live like this, but you're expressing yourself as a gangster rapper and how you're not taking no shit and you killed, <laughs> you know, old buddy from down the street. Yeah. It's like now it's like, fam, you're not even expressing your story. Yeah. You're just making them some BS just to sell. Yeah. And the selling of it is damaging and contaminating our youth. That's where I'm not agreeing. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's Hafiz. Yes, 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 and welcome back. I see it appears to be quarantine edition of the podcast. Chris got his Bane mask on. I'm not playing no games. Did you wear that mask at the airport? Man, you know I will. I did, yeah. You did? It was just walking around just like this. Everybody looking to be crazy, but I feel safe. And these are hot commodity right now. Where did you get that mask from? Hey, man, they work, dog. Can't, can't give you all the secrets. <laughs> but now nah, I use it for work. In case we got to do something crazy. Like, can you breathe in it? Yeah. You breathe just fine. You breathe just fine. Uh. You know what I mean? Filter out all the buffoon stuff. Got to be safe out here in these streets, fees. Safe in these streets. Well, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yes, we are is. actually in Indiana. Shout out to Indiana. We out here. Whole new location. I hate these walls. These walls do look bland. <laughs> they look like they got the 13 cent per square feet. <laughs> and kept it pushing. Yeah, we try to spice it up as best as we can, but hey man, it is I should have put is. that flower over there. What flower? There's a flower? Yeah, I should have moved it. I'm going to move it right now. We need to be green. Yeah, move the flower right by the puppy. How does that look? I can't. I, I, I. Uh, there we go. Well, it might be a little bit in front of the puppy, but. Okay. Shout out. We like the green stuff. Yeah. Well. Peace. Chris, it's been a long time. It has been a while. Since we recorded. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because the past two episodes, when I had no beard, <laughs> and then the next one I had a full beard. <laughs> they were like, man, this dude's group, beer grew back fast. <laughs> not, not necessarily. Not necessarily, people. Yeah, I had to go to one of the old throwbacks that I... I didn't like that episode. I forgot about the episode. Yeah. Um, I deleted a lot of things from it. You did? <laughs> I saw that was kind of short. I was like, man, I feel like we talked a lot longer than that. Um, but hey, it is what it is, man. I deleted a lot. Sometimes you got to have those backups, man. Just, <laughs> just throw something out there and see what happens. And then I saw <laughs> the episode when we were talking about um, uh, men hating women <laughs> that had the most dislikes <laughs> of every episode. <laughs> the highest, the lowest like percentage. <laughs> I didn't want to go through those comments. Nah, man. Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't actually as bad as I thought it was going to be. Because um, you talking about the, the IG post that came out on Monday? No, I was talking about the episode Men on YouTube people. the week before. Oh yeah, nah, they was yeah. <laughs> I went on. I went on. A, shout out to everybody who's still watching the podcast via live. I went on the live. Yeah, yeah. It was like you know I haven't been on in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and during the chat on the next episode, which was yeah. last week. Yeah. Somebody was like, "Here's a feast again with misogynistic comments." <laughs> I was like, oh God, this is what I've become. Nah, man, it's all good, bro. It's Were all they really good. mad at me? Actually, I mean, you talking about just through the live or through the comments? Through the comments. Um, I, think I don't I read the comments by the chance, in case you guys are mad at me. I, I, read I don't the read them. I read the comments thoroughly. <laughs> um, I, think, I think most of the people that watches our show, like they know where you're coming from. Okay, they good. know the heart that you have behind <laughs> it. <laughs> 
we know that we have to switch up our tones sometimes <laughs> and make it more lovable than you know so much more. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, because we 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 take you know some good energy towards the men and all the bad energy towards the women. Of course, naturally, it's what we do because we lay um, with the women. Hey, I don't even want to go there. So, uh, but it's the ones that don't watch it. Of course. That that feel some type of way. Some type of way, yeah. So, I mean, I, I had a comment about me. It was like, who is this guy and why he can't talk? It was something like that. So, you know me. I try to be nice. He's on a roommate's page. But when you take me personally, I can use my page. <laughs> so then that's when I can go in. Especially, oh, man, especially on live chats, man. On the roommates' live, I be flaming people. Yeah, I really do. But um, it's always you gotta just take it with a grain of salt. Those yeah. comments, like, yeah. they don't know us particularly. They just only see a two to three minute clip of us, and they just judge through there. Yeah, and people are not gonna watch the whole episode, especially the ones that are not true fans. Of they course. just gonna go for that clip, and they gonna attack that clip. Yeah, and I ain't got time to watch that. Yeah, actually, motherfucker, you got nothing but time. Now. You got nothing but time now. Why do you something really crazy? What is that? Do you know majority of our podcast listenership is males now? Yeah. Isn't I like that, it. Isn't that crazy? I like Shout it. Shout out to all the beautiful, like amazing it. women who watch our show. But that, to me, was a huge accomplishment, man. Yeah, man. It was a huge accomplishment. We That's something we wanted to do this year. You know, we definitely wanted to speak more into the men um, and speak for them and not only speak to them, but... Yeah, I think it is a huge accomplishment because we're trying to transition into that, you know, that man audience um, anyway. Yeah. And, but, you know, we're trying not to damage the women by doing it, obviously. Yeah, of course. Not of course, throw them under the bus. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I like it, man. Yeah. I really do. And uh, I think more of those guys, they understand that because I've been talking to some of them and yeah. they've been sharing it with their friends and stuff. So, you know, that's the whole mission of the podcast anyway. Yeah. Big facts. And so for all the women who watch the show, appreciate you guys. I know one of the main reasons a lot of girls love watching the show, they said you get to get to get a man's perspective and understand life from a man's point of view. And so we appreciate you and continue to, you know, consider you as well. But like Chris said, we, we do this for the fellas. Yep. You give fellas a platform to be able to vent, share their minds, all that good stuff. Yep. And on top of that, give them opportunities to improve. Because one of the biggest things I've noticed is that when it comes to just manliness and masculinity, like a lot of guys are sucking. Mm -hmm. And so obviously moving forward, when we create more content, we'll be able to help them more. But the big thing with our show, that's what we did it for, to be able to help these guys be better. Yeah. And, you know, women complain about men all day long. And look, here's where, here we are trying to make everybody better because a rising tide lifts all ships. Exactly. So like, even for the example of that last, last week's podcast and two weeks, it's a lot of males, you know, supporting us. Some of, some of them, oh, my God, did you? It was one comment I meant to show you, dog. It was about that whole... You remember that pa that passage we did? We read that passage? Yeah, the homoerotic passage? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we could cut this part <laughs> out. But it was this guy. And he he commented at least 10 times. Very well put comments. I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. Yeah. Very in-depth. But he kept like... He was like, guys don't like uh, care about other guys. They only, you know, they submit to their wives. They only go after women. And those guys that like, you know have like a mentor. I wouldn't say have like a mentor, but goes after those male perspectives and mm -hmm. know their thoughts and, you know, make sure they're trying to get in line with their lives and yeah, try to yeah. idolize and mimic them are homoerotic. Mm -hmm. So a lot of things, <laughs> he kept saying, I don't know if Chris and Hafiz are gay, but their actions make it seem like they are. I was just like, 
I can respond one or two ways. <laughs> I was because oh, I was man. like, man, I can be very nice. Yeah. I'm gonna be very asshole. Yeah, some people don't know. Some people don't and you're know. Online. Cause I, and you're man, online. Yeah, you're online. And yeah. I'm just like, fam, I, I, I'm going through your profile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going through your profile. <laughs> I really am. And oh, it's just, there's no way. <laughs> the women that we get. <laughs> and the women that you get. <laughs> are not the same ballpark. not. It's not. Same. It's not in the same ballpark. <laughs> so I'm just like, fam. Like, oh, let me let me it. humble. I'm just be nice. Oh my god. He doesn't. He does not know better. Yeah. But I was just like, fam. Like some of those guys are kind of out of control. And but. I looked up the word homoerotic in the dictionary. Mm-hmm. It literally means sexual feelings for men of people of the same gender. Yeah. It's not platonic. No. It's it's. Erotic. The word erotic <laughs> and platonic are two different words. <laughs> so enjoying people's company is not erotic, bro. That's, these guys are silly goobers. Silly what? Silly goobers. <laughs> Talk about homoerotic. <laughs> Don't use that word. Right? That's what uh. That's what uh. Mister Garrett. Who was it? Goobers. Uh. Who called it? Uh. Mister Slade off South Park. Yeah, man. You ever see you ever watch South Park? I watch South Park, but I don't know it like you that. Know, you know Mr. Slate is? Which one is Mr. Slate? You know Mr. Garrison, the gay teacher? Yes. Who got the sex change? Yes. You know his boyfriend? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know his boyfriend. Maybe the guy had a point. And, <laughs> and then uh, they saw, I think either he said that or Big Gay Al said that. <laughs> South Park is an hilarious Al. show, bro. I mean, yeah, you... South Park is different. It's sometimes it's just too much. It's too disrespectful. Much. Yeah, it's too disrespectful. It's way too much. Yeah. It's a line. They cross it every single time. There was this episode that Francis told me about. It was hilarious. And it was an episode where this girl goes on um, Photoshop mm-hmm. and edits her pictures. The ugliest girl in school edits her pictures and posts them on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> And all of a sudden, all the boys in school are in love with her. Yeah. And then the and then so basically, she like was dating one of like the cool kids in school, and he was like going like holding hands with her down the hallway. And they're like, "Yo, why are you dating her?" He's like, "Look at my girlfriend." And he kept on showing her on the on the phone instead of showing her in real life. She's right there. And it was just this whole idea of like you know yeah. falling in love. J. Cole photograph. Photograph. I mean, it's 100% real, man. It's honest, man. That's It's sad. You, can't, you cannot fall for that. Me and... Uh, I won't say his name. We're talking about it last night. You know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> and we were saying, do you know, like, a lot of the Instagram baddies, in reality, it's literally makeup, angles, and clothing. That's it. Like, you really think about it? Like... That's it. That's really what they are. Some of them... Are bad. I'm not gonna hate, yeah. but a lot of them is makeup, angles, and clothing. Yeah, man, it's it's an illusion. It's yeah. a high. Um, it's definitely it's an art to it, and they mastered the art. So you have to watch out, fellas. Yeah. You have to watch out. You cannot fall oh, in the crap. Photograph. No, we're gonna do this. This week's about to be a great episode. Okay. My sister was supposed to come. Come here. We, oh, obviously, uh, yeah. yeah, in Atlanta, and yeah. we're gonna do an episode on. Makeup catfish and know what she had a great topic. I wanted to talk about that. And she had another one that you would have loved: the light skin, dark skin. I would have loved, <laughs> loved. We'll it. do it next time we're in Atlanta. I would have loved, <laughs> loved it. I would have loved it. I feel like contouring is the devil. Yeah, it is a lie. Yeah, 
You sh- if you use contouring every day, yeah, and walk out to the world, <laughs> you act like you a bad bee the entire time, and you know you look different. Yeah. You're a liar, bro. I, I don't like it. I'm gonna get in trouble for saying this. Well, it is what it is. Men listen to it, so they be like, <laughs> "You're weren't you the one who said if a girl is not willing to FaceTime you without planning, it's a red flag." Hundred percent. It's a hundred percent. I don't like it. <laughs> it's a hundred. I have a story that I won't say. Who the girl is? Oh, who went through the story? Who went through the story? Okay. But it was one of my friends, mm. and he went through that same situation. It's a red flag, bro. It really is. It really is. It really. We'll is. talk about it when my sister gets here. It's a hundred percent red flag, man. If she does not show her face without makeup or contouring or going out. It's a red flag. I'm letting yeah. you know that right now. So just yeah. expect the unexpected. <laughs> Trust me. So yeah. One to ten things, ten <laughs> dumb things that you can learn from me. Um, it's a red flag. So what have you been doing during the quarantine? Oh, man. Got a quarantine? Quarantine. I, yeah, I, I don't have a ting. <laughs> um, nah, man. I've just been freaking... Um, it's been a lot. It's been a lot of ups and downs. It's been... A lot of self-reflecting, which that can be good, that can be bad. Um, a lot of masturbation. <laughs> a lot of pornography. <laughs> a lot of lustfulness. <laughs> Discovering things I never discovered before. Gosh, not a dirty moment. <laughs> uh, but nah, it's been, yeah, it's been, I mean, I, in the opposite, got in the word a lot more. Um, and it's just been a lot of, it's been a lot of, Reflection a little bit too much time on my hands though. Mm. That's the that's the issue. Yeah. It's too much. Um, so I've been having to do things. That you don't have the gym. I do not have the gym, which is tough. Yeah. Which is tough. So I have two options basically. Uh, I think I'm not, but I think everybody's in the same boat now. So uh, it's so when you don't text us back, we know. <laughs> oh yeah, you know yeah you're not texting back. I just know it's just you're intentionally doing it. <laughs> you're not busy. I know you're not busy, but. Um, yeah, so people like can kind of gauge what my life is like to a certain extent in Indiana. Yeah. Like, uh, just not having really much to do. You can't really see anybody. You know, places to go is, you know, you kind of did all of it. So now it's like, what you do? Yeah. So I've been trying to be creative. I think Instagram Live, those two nights really um, helped me out. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been on the game. <laughs> Start playing the PS4. I haven't picked up my PS4 since a very long time ago. I was like, why not? What are you playing? 2K? GTA. Uh, (laughs) So I'm just killing everybody. Sniping people, blowing things up. I mean, I've been enjoying myself. Okay. Not a sin. Not a sin. (laughs) Is the strip club open? No, I'm talking about I went to the strip club on GTA. (laughs) Strip club is not essential business. That is not a sanitary place to go Yeah, it's not an essential business. The liquor store is open, though. Everybody been going to the liquor store. Yeah, I know. It's really it's crazy yeah. how much people are waiting on just for alcohol. Yeah, it's insane. I understand. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> Take a few shots. Yeah, shots, shots, shots. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of good days, a lot of bad days. Um, see so, a shot. Take a shot. <laughs> see, oh my god, my like, fam, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so many people tag me in that in the push up challenge. I'm like, fam, y'all are getting out of control. Are y'all really trying to get alcohol boys? Yeah. The hospitals are booked up. I Can't know, do that. I know. You cannot do that. I, man. So those guys know. But Instagram is trying to... Instagram is helping out. A lot yeah. of people are on lives. A lot of funny stuff going on. 
Um, so I mean, been trying to take it day by day, watching a lot of Netflix. Yeah. So some shows came out that are good for quarantine shows. Yeah. Um, so what about you? I know you've been locked up and they won't let you out. Don't let me out. Oh. Um, I've been listening to a lot of music. Not a lot of music, but I've been listening to music. Been listening to my man. Oh yeah, I watched a couple pull-ups with new new Joe Budden. Okay, which ones? I, I watched the Big Sean one. Haven't seen that one yet. I tried to get started with the Wale one and the little baby one. You're not gonna make it through Wale. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna make it through nor little baby. You might make it through later, baby. You got like 21, so you might make it through little baby. Why? Uh, why? Why Wale? I feel like Wale is just too. I don't think it's. I don't think you have. Like, I don't know if Wale is somebody you listen to on a regular. I listen to him, but I like when he talks. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, then that's different. Yeah. I'll shut up. Yeah. I was like, Wale. I mean, you have to like Wale to like watch it. Yeah. Because Big Sean got more of a storyline. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, he yeah. got a lot of other stuff going on with yeah. him and his gal and whatever. Yeah. Janae Aiko, 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 Aiko Tadiko, whatever. So mm-hmm. that makes more sense. Then they have like a little beef too. So it's kind of, you know, enticing. Little baby, you can you can listen to his voice. And, yeah. you know I, mean? I like little baby. That's when you like twenty one, so I'm not yeah, surprised. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. yeah, so that's why I feel like you can make it through little baby. See, I like the Atlanta kids, man, because from my my personal experience, the Atlanta kids are so cerebral with their with their assumed ratchetness. Yeah, it's that camp that y'all go through. Though. You, you know yeah, what I mean? It's yeah, part of control. Man. Yeah, it's yeah. like they're so they doing it right. They, they they understand everything. I, yeah. I like these. I like the Atlanta kids a lot. Yeah, somebody is definitely. Like groom them, now. yeah. Like they're yeah. definitely mentoring them. They're not just out wild and yeah. back and forth. They're, so, they're really smart. So I wanted to bring up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of babies, the baby and the—I know it's late. Yeah. But the baby and the slap. <laughs> what, what about it? We I was say we should have we could should have talked about uh, yeah, it. Yeah. Nah, now he gotta stop slapping people. Yeah. He gotta relax. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He's a true equal opportunist. <laughs> 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 you gotta relax, man. You can't slap people. Yeah, you can't do it. No, like, like I understand. I, I seen the video. I just don't think all that didn't warrant a slap. Yeah, I understand. Like, you know, like, whoa, relax, chill out. Don't put nothing, no light in my face. Yada yeah. yada yada. And I can see he might be able not to mistakenly <laughs> didn't know that she was a woman. Yeah, but dog, <laughs> you still not supposed to just slap somebody. That's the security guard is there for. Now yeah. you taking all this risk and liability. Yeah. Now she famous and now yeah. she got her woe is me story. I know. It's it's too much going on. So one of the things I wanted to talk about was rap and rap culture. Okay. Um, I was just sitting in it, man. Had a lot of ideas about it. Wanted to chop chop it up with you. El Chapo. El Chapo. That'll be a great interview. Yeah. It will be a very dangerous. Yeah. No, you know he's in the the most maximum security prison in the whole entire country. It sounds amazing. He's in America? Yeah. Okay, he might make he might stay there. No, no, you don't understand. He's in the number one maximum security prison in the whole country. I I heard you. He might stay there. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this ain't Mexico, buddy. I don't know, man. I don't I don't Did you ever know. see the El Chapo TV series? I haven't seen it yet. Watch it. I've been I've been watching Narcos introduced to El Chapo now. Yeah, but I know it's not specifically El Chapo. You'll like it a lot, man. I'm sure I will. I I, I it's it's a, I loved it, man. You talking about the one on Netflix, right? Yes, right. I'll tell you. That's I'll gonna that's gonna save you another week of, of boredom. I, I Check you. it out if you guys haven't seen it. I love it. One yeah. of my favorites. So he's in this maximum security prison with like with serious offenders. Gotcha. Terrorists. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's in a place where, like, for example, do you know what I realized, what was the worst crime in America? I know we're going on a tangent here. Yeah, yeah. You know one of the worst crimes is? What is it? Espionage. Mm. It's one of the worst. Like, you get severe sentences for espionage. Yeah. There's some guy in there. I'm pretty sure I got to look it up, but you can look, you can Google search it. I forgot the name of the prison, but if you look up El Chapo Prison, you yeah. can find it up. And they have a list of everybody who's in there. How many people are in there? Maybe, like, from my understanding, maybe 60. Oh, that's not a lot. It's, trust me. <laughs> it's maximum, maximum. Like the dudes who bombed the World Trade Center yeah, behind. Yeah, yeah. Like these, these people are in this prison. Yeah. So there was this guy in this prison for, I think, for like 700 years. Like seven life sentences. Because he, he was involved in the espionage stuff with the Soviet Union. Holy one of the God. spies. He had like seven life sentences. <laughs> Bro, it's crazy. <laughs> But um, seven life sentences. Yeah, it's crazy. I just, I, I literally was, I, I watch it, and as I hold on a second, as I, I mean, I got the list, and I just literally just like it tells you what they're in there for and how long. Holy crap! You want to get the list, don't you? Huh? Nah, it's cool. It's oh, cool. I thought so you were looking up that. I was looking at to list? see if the recording was going. Oh uh, yeah, no, it was going. Um, so going back to the the rap culture stuff. I don't know how I got there. Chapel. Chapel. Yeah. So with the rap culture, I think he still get out. But who am I? You think he can get out? Trust me, he can't get out of that prison. It sounds good, man. Watch, watch the TV okay, show, the TV. and then you'll see why he got out of his prisons. Well, yeah, because I'm pretty sure he paid everybody off in Mexico. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, hey, listen, the, 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 <laughs> these are different kinds of Americans. I understand Americans, that, bro. but cartel man, they got they money running long. Yeah, it runs it's long, America, man. man. It's America. I said, don't be surprised. <laughs> All I'm saying, is don't be surprised. <laughs> But, you gotta, uh, if they found out the guard names, not the uh, name, not the uh, family. Uh, <laughs> it's like, fam, now you know my family. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. They, they, they got pulled, man. That's all I'm saying. They got pulled. All right. Back to... Uh, sorry, 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 sorry. Sorry, guys. We'll, we'll get back to the point. So, rap culture and its effects on America as a whole, but specifically black America. I have come to the belief that rap culture and rap music is not the problem. Problem? What's the, what do you mean by the problem? Like, you know they say, like, oh, guys, men, uh, and young boys acting up, shooting up people, uh, doing drugs, misogynistic, all types of stuff. And they're blaming, like, a lot of the reasons. Most people will be like, it's because of the music. Mm-hmm. Listen to the music all day long. F this, F that, blah, 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 this, blah, 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 that. That's the problem. Okay. I do not believe, though it can contribute to the problem, I think it's like number 10 on the list. Okay. Like it's, not, it's like so insignificant that it really doesn't even matter. Okay. Interesting. Yes. Very interesting. What do you, what do you think? Um, it's definitely top 10. Okay. For sure. I have to see the list mm-hmm. first. Um, but a lot of music controls a lot of people. Yes. So I'm a, I'm curious. Keep going. So I looked this up, and people say this all the time. The number one consumer of gangster rap is white males in suburban neighborhoods. Okay. So white people actually listen to gangster rap as much, if not more, than black people. Um, not if not more, but just as much as black people. Do you know my my first 
um, Atlanta Trap CD came from? T.I.? No. <laughs> it was Young Jeezy, Trap or Die, mm-hmm. and it was a white kid who gave it to me. Like a white, white not, boy. Yeah, one, mm. one of those. Got you. Not, you know, not 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 rabbit. <laughs> not a rabbit. A white, white. boy. Okay. Berries and chugga shorts. Got you. One he of gave the, you. He gave you trap or die. You yes. And he told me, yo, yo, bro, you gotta hear this, man. You gotta hear this, man. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. And, and you I was enjoy it, man. To, you enjoy it. And so one of the points that they were saying was for. A lot of people, and especially white kids, the music is just music. And the music is like a movie. So what happens is, it's like, people don't watch movies, for the most part, contrary to popular belief, people don't watch movies and be like, okay, now I'm going to shoot up these people. I'm going to rob a bank. You know, I'm going to now, you know, try to go on this crazy mission. Like, they're able to separate fiction from reality. Mm-hmm. And what happens is for a lot of the non-black kids who listen to rap, because, you know, Indians listen to it, Asians, Asians love rap music. They're able to separate the fiction from the reality because when they go home, they go home to reality. And so what ends up happening is that a lot of the people are not as affected they're still listening to it, but they're not as effective. They're not shooting anybody up. They're not. Maybe they're doing drugs, yeah. But 100%. Obviously, they're doing drugs. Yeah. But they've been doing drugs before the music. They've been doing mm-hmm. drugs as hippies, you know? <laughs> so it's like the music does not create the character. They're still getting married. You know, how many CO dudes, you know, listen to rap? Mm-hmm. You know, like they still do the same stuff. But what happens is, and I remember, I forgot who was the one who brought up the point, so I don't want to hijack their point. They were saying that, but for a lot of the... Black kids, that the music affects the most, it only affects you the most when the music and fantasy is the same. Is the same. You can relate to it more. Exactly. So, like, when you go outside and you see people shooting and you hear of shooting, that's when the music is more. It's more of a theme song. You know, when you go outside and you see people selling drugs and you hear about the selling of drugs, you know, but... It's like the chicken and the egg argument. The music didn't create the culture. The culture superseded the music. And the people who first created the music were people who were already in the culture of the, of the drugs, of the misogyny, if you want to call it that, of the you know, violence, of the gang stuff. And they just made music based upon that. Are there some people who make music and that's not who they are? Of course. People do fake it because it's part of the culture. But the culture is really leading in the behaviors and not the music, in my personal opinion. What do you mean by culture? Like, the environment these kids are raised in. It really contributes to the behaviors, not necessarily the music. not saying the music doesn't add or, like, I'm not saying it's just totally neutral. I'm just saying you take, like, like take you. Mm-hmm. You listened to rap growing up. Mm-hmm. I listened to rap. My first album, freaking, my first rap album was Marshall Matters. <laughs> and there was, a, there was a skit on the album. I got, it, I got the album when I was in sixth grade, so I was like probably 10, 11 years old. There was a skit on the album of Eminem's, I believe either was his manager, his agent, or the president of the record label giving him a head. 
giving him head. Yes. His he he. Head. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I heard that correctly. All right. All right. And then my I got that for my birthday, sixth grade, and I got freaking the blueprint. Yeah. So we grew up listening to the music, but the music didn't shape our lives. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Because of the environment, we were able to separate fact from fiction. Yes. But for other people, it's a little bit different. Agree. I agree. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think definitely how you raise or where you come up is more effective. Yeah. However. Yeah. <laughs> however, um, I I think the music does play a part. And I'm I'm not saying that you didn't say that. Uh, I but to me, it's more or less about the music, and it's more about um the person or the artist and the rapper itself, because I feel like uh young men they gravitate towards more of the artists and you know their lifestyle what they're saying how they're living in life you know when it's like describing these songs and these music videos and they want to imitate that lifestyle because you gotta understand if you come from nothing and you have nothing and you have these rappers who have everything they got the money they got the cars the clothes and the hoes I I suppose suppose. (laughs) <laughs> so they have all these things and they say and and in this music, more than likely than not, if it's gangster rap, they're talking about how they got there. Mm-hmm. Through the drugs, through the trapping, through, you know, screwing people over, through shooting themselves out, I mean, whatever, robbing banks, yada yada yada. And it's kinda like a freaking guide to get this lifestyle where you can get everything that you want. And I feel like that's where a lot of the stuff like you said, the culture creates that, but the rap music adds to that because it's like, this is me telling you the game, how to get to where I'm at. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it does affect uh, a lot of men. Yeah. Because, you know, they they, they see a guy that came from their, from their struggle. How did he how did he get out? They're not listening to the guy that got to, went to college and got his doctorate mm-hmm. and living in freaking Bellevue. They're not listening to him because yeah. now they feel like they can't relate to him. Yeah. They listen to the gangster rappers that came from the slums, came from the gutter. Gutter. The gutter. Gutter. And they're trying to figure out how exactly they they got out. Mm-hmm. And most of the things, people turn to crime and yeah. drugs, you know? So that's why I feel like it does, it does affect the men, especially in, in, in that culture, like you said, yeah. 100%. Uh, it's not so much in a white culture because, I mean, I don't think they can just relate as much if you live in Beverly Hills. Like, yeah. I can listen to country music, but, you know, if, if white people have white people problems, yeah, I, mean, I don't, yeah. I can hear about it, but yeah. I just don't relate to it, yeah. you know? So, it's not going to affect me as much. Same mm-hmm. thing with the Asians. Yeah. You know, like, I'm sure they probably grow up in super, super strict households. I mean, if you, a person that came from that, you can understand that, you can relate to it. Mm-hmm. Me, you know, I can't, I grew up in a kind of strict household, but it's not, you know, their music and their struggles, I can hear it, mm-hmm. but it may not, you know, affect me where I'm like, oh, I'm going to actually go do that now because yeah. of X, Y, and Z. Nah, and I guess, I guess, no, nah, I agree with you. Like I said, I think you made a great point about how it it can affect you and it can contribute. Um, I definitely believe it's, it can be possible. I think when I, when I listen to a lot of rappers. What, what, what recent music you, you heard? Just out of curiosity, you say you've been listening to a lot of rap. Uh, nothing recent. I mean, just typical stuff. Typical stuff. Yeah, like okay. typical anybody stuff. Baby, Migos, stuff gotcha. like that. Typical okay. Atlanta stuff. Twenty one. Like all the rappers, all for the most part, their like their music 
as they always share, say, is like expression. It's telling my story. It's not glorifying my story. It's not worshiping my story. It's simply telling my story. And obviously, with a lot of kids, they don't understand that. Mm-hmm. And do you know one of my favorite things about Jay Prince that I, I got from it in his book? And please, Jay Prince, forgive me if I if I I'm butchering this. Forgive ma- us, Master Prince. We <laughs> want no problems, no problems. <laughs> but he said he did not allow his kids to listen to rap music until they were 18. Think about it. Yeah. One of the the literal one of the pioneers of one of the most impactful rap sounds in the world said, "I did not allow my children to listen to rap until they're 18." Why? Because he said they would not understand it. He said, I know my kids won't understand the music because he understands what the music is. The music is self-expression. The music is a painting of life and struggle and hardships and the gutter and suffering and grit and grind. Like He understands it. And so he knows that when you're a kid, you don't understand it. So it's like... Um, I used to say it all the time. One of my problems is I can't understand music very well. That's why I love artist interviews. Cause I I can't listen to a song. I can't even like listen to a song and be able to write down lyrics. I have a problem mm-hmm. of understanding music. I don't know why this is a problem I have. And so I love artist interviews. But I remember I was talking to Princeton one time, and I would hear certain songs, and I'd be like, "Man, I don't like this song because it's sending a bad message." And Princeton, shout out to Princeton, is a freaking genius. Yeah. And Princeton's like, no, no, that's not what the song means. He's saying this and that because he's meaning this. And he's able to like, like, like a freaking, you know, using a Rosetta Stone, he's able to decode the music and, and like understand what the artist is communicating. Yeah. And I was like, yo, like that's a gift that Princeton has. But my, my thought process was like, a 12-year-old kid won't have that Rosetta Stone that Princeton has when it comes to decoding music. Yeah. And he hears about, you know, you know, uh, two bad just at the same damn time. And he and he's hearing that, you know what I mean? And he's thinking <laughs> about other things. Yeah. And so, and so to Jay Prince's point, because he understood that, he said, you kids can't listen to it without until you got to a point where you can understand the music. Then you can listen to it. And so even go, go, adding to my point, it's like it's a parent's responsibility to filter the music. Obviously, you, you can't control every environment your child's in because on a random note, Lil Kim has a song called If I Was a Dude, I Tell You Just Suck My Dick. <laughs> and I never forget. <laughs> I was like nine years old. <laughs> and for some reason... Kim album in his car. For, it was my in the car. Oh, I can't take this. <laughs> Read yeah. that out. It was somebody I knew in the car. There you go. There you go. And then one of somebody else I knew in the car. Wow. <laughs> and this person was a lady. And it was me, my sister, and my brother in the back seat. But she's not from America, so she didn't understand what's going on. And I remember the lyrics. Lil' Kim was like, if I was a dude, I'd tell you, just suck my dick. You niggas ain't shit. Yeah, yeah. And literally, I remember 
yeah. this chorus played and played and played. But I was, you know what I mean? I didn't understand it. Yeah. But as an adult, I was like, yo. That that's was, a wild ass song. That's a wild ass song. <laughs> with the goddamn person in the front seat. Yeah, that's crazy. But, but I thought to myself, I was like, that, so, I, so it's a parent's job to say, my kids are not listening to this music because they won't understand it. But blaming the music is like, it's kind of like, that's for adults. I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's like the drug dealers like doing his own supply kind of thing. Like you can't, it's like, do we blame the drugs? Is the drugs the problem or is the drug dealer the problem? Mm-hmm. The same thing with guns. Is the gun the problem or is the person holding the gun? But the even far, further than a drug dealer, it's like, it's not like they're selling the music to the kids because the kids don't got any money. Yeah, like they're selling music to the adults, and the adults are letting the kids hear the music. The kids aren't smart enough to understand the music, and that was affecting their lives. I can see that. I can see that up to a certain age. Yeah. Um, but I do think that, like, maybe at, at that age in the sixth, seventh grade, whatever age that was, mm-hmm. um, I can see that. Like, they listen to music and they hearing everything because, like, even with my dad, my dad listened to a lot of Bob Marley and Steel Pulse and a lot of reggae mm-hmm. music. So that's why I kind of grew up listening to to a certain extent. And then when I got older, that's when I started listening to rap. And obviously, it didn't affect me as much. Yeah. So you do have a point there, like, as far as parents playing those kind of songs and those, and, you know, the kids and listening to it over and over and over again, realize busy getting fucked by a nigga. <laughs> all these women ain't gonna get fucked by a nigga, you know? Exactly. So I can, I can see that. Um, it's just when they get to that next stage where they start looking up to those artists. Mm-hmm. And now these artists are displaying this lifestyle that these kids want. I mean, if you're in the 15, 16, you know, all of a sudden, especially in that environment, you worry about getting this money. And getting that poom poom. Getting that pom pom. <laughs> so what is the quickest way to get that money and that poom poom? Yeah. You know, so But but would you not think that in those kind of environments the drug dealers will have equal pool as well? Pull as, as far as oh you talking about with the drugs yeah because because they're they're local you can see them and they got the same stuff the rappers got yeah 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 I do to a certain extent okay. I do to a certain extent I just don't think it's as glorified I think the rappers are more glorified than the drug dealers. oh yeah yeah definitely so you know and, and rappers are accepted way more nowadays they are in freaking NBA games courtside they go on NBA lives and shit yeah. and video games and all kinds of stuff. Um, they're, I mean, that's how they're praised, you know, like, cause I even like questions, you know, some of these rappers of how they even got their money. Yeah. So you're using drugs money more likely than not, probably either in your community or somebody in the next neighborhood to fund your rap career. And now you're this rapper and talk about your self-made. It's <laughs> like, fam, yeah. you know, you, you damaged a lot of people to get there. Like, yeah. you know, so that's, that's like a, a tough part for me when I even listen to rap music it's like how did you get to that point and are you really self made cause there's yeah. only a few people that didn't use drug money especially if they just did their own thing yeah um that like it was just like they saved up and they invested in it and it worked out yeah. like nah you know it cost I think somebody interviewed said it cost like $250,000 to get your record played on the radio no but who got $250,000 especially in the hood without yeah. selling drugs yeah, you yeah, know yeah, yeah. so it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And that's just a record on the radio. Yeah. And I guess what I guess one of the things I was thinking about was like, okay, we complain about the culture. Like the mu I feel like the music is a wrong battle. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's the most primary yeah. um like issue, but I do think up to a certain stage it can be. 
Like, if it's something where it's like ages zero to 10, I don't think it's that bad yeah. from zero to 10. Now, when we get to like 15 to 18, yeah. I think it can bump up a few spots. Yeah, and then and then my my thought process is is like, I don't think it's the music. I think it's like, I don't blame the musician. I blame the fast money. Because to your point- But these musicians are talking about fast money, though. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that if the musicians weren't there, the local stars would be the heroes. So what I'm saying is that like going back to the the um the 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 non-blacks example is like if you can if you can change the culture, they won't be enticed by those kinds of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like in in the let's say you're living in freaking the woodlands, <laughs> like those kids are not as enticed by freaking, you know, Yo Gotti yeah. as freaking the kids in Third Ward. Yeah. So to me, it's like, you're right, it does affect them. But if you remove the rappers in those communities, the local drug dealers, whoever's making fast money, because the thing about it is whoever gets the girls and the money the quickest and easiest, people are going to love them. Whether you're selling bootlegging alcohol like the Italians did, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Whatever you're doing to get the fast money, that's people are going to gravitate. Those are the people individuals are going to gravitate to. Yeah, I mean, people are going to be there. Like yeah. Those kind of people are going to be there. I can I can see that argument. But since both of them are there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like, well, shoot. People are going to naturally have... I mean, you're going to talk to the... Like you said, the drug dealers have the same thing as the rappers except fame yeah. and more money yeah. and more women and more... more, yeah. more I mean, it's so much more that... These rappers get, and I, I get your point. Like the Woodlands, they have different set, set of people that they look up to. Yeah. So obviously, they hold more value um, than rappers. But in that specific kind of community, the drug dealers yeah. are, you know, probably the most popping locally. Yeah. But they idolize, you know, sports and rapping. And yeah. Ninety nine percent of them can't make it in sports. Yeah. But I can sell some drugs. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's a rapper. Yeah. You know? So. <laughs> And that's why I'm looking at like okay, like in regards to changing the culture because there was a funny there was this funny post by Killer Mike and a, a lot of things about Killer Mike I like, and it was this big old black ass that was oiled up, <laughs> and, and the caption said, "Now that I get your attention, be yeah. sure to vote," yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. But like I realized that it's like even going back to us. The thing about helping guys is that you want to, you got to know what the guys want. Mm-hmm. You got to know what entices the guys, you know? You got to know what product. Because what happens is, in my opinion, in the other communities, they see, I don't want to keep on yelling all the time. They see people get what they want without the drugs. Mm-hmm. So, for example, they'll see like you know the the, the if you're cars, in Houston, yeah, yeah the the whole the, the guys with old money, yeah, working you know for Chevron and Shell. They see them with the with the wife, yeah. They see them with the nice cars, the home, and all that stuff. Yeah. So they're seeing these things, the, the shiny things in front of them. We're obeying them all, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so to me, it's like, okay, what if? Because even going back to the show, like I keep on thinking about like what can we do to show these guys the life that they want, but show them an ulterior way of getting the life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why I said going back to the culture is a problem. By fixing the culture, by being able to show the kids something different, 
it changes the whole entire game. Yeah, I do think that is. Like I said, I do think it's definitely a more important. Like to me, the number one thing that can change the world is families. Mm-hmm. Just to me, like as this hard thing, you got both families in the household, both healthy people, and they're both loving each other and their kids well. The quickest change in the world, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So, and that including culture, including music, all that stuff, yada yada yada. I do think just the rapping and the music and how they get to those multiple age pump, bumps up a few spots where we should take it more seriously. That's what, that's at least how I feel. Take it more seriously and do what? Good question. <laughs> that's, that's the issue because, I mean, if you say it more seriously, then I got to go to the artist. You know, do what? I have to talk to the artist. The artist, what they're talking about, what they're rapping about, what they're expressing. But it's free speech. So yeah. you can't tell somebody how to express themselves and how to create. So it's a vicious yeah. cycle. You know, it's a vicious cycle. Um, so my question to you is, would you give the artist that same energy you give the people in The Wire? The Wire? Yeah. Have you watched The Wire? I didn't watch The Wire. Not all the way through. Okay. Sorry. I didn't watch all the, I didn't watch oh, it okay. at all, but I know it was like a, a show about like, that doesn't glorify, but it shows the drug, like, like power, power. Okay, you okay. watch power. Yeah, yeah. Would you give the artist that same energy you would give, to, I mean, the, the people ghost. in power, the same energy you give the artist? Oh... <sighs> To me, I, f- I do feel like, holy crap, I don't know. Yeah. It's tough because the drug, to me, the drugs affect so much more than the music. Yeah. So I would have to go with drugs first. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it's kind of like weed to other drugs. I do think music is a gateway to doing drugs mm-hmm. and drug trafficking and doping and selling and trapping, whatever they want to call it. Um, so it's kind of yeah. like you have to attack both. Well, you know? So you do you believe the TV shows are the problem too? Oh, you, oh, that's what you're saying. Yeah. No, I don't think TV shows is much a problem. Okay, why? I don't think the power is much as a problem. I think power is an older show. I don't think no 15 year old is watching power. Okay, and so I think some of them are. I think some of them are. I think most women are, but I don't think. I don't think. I don't. It would be surprising to me if the football team. All goes into practice in the locker room and, and discuss power. Yeah. It'll be very surprising yeah. to me. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. Very surprising. Because one of the arguments they make is like like a Scarface, a Godfather, narco, stuff I think like that. Older people, maybe I just I don't see them talking about it. I yeah. just don't. Yeah. I don't I'm not in high school. Yeah. But I don't I So don't you're saying it's not that big of a deal because the kids aren't watching it. They're not watching it. But 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 that's what I'm saying. Whose fault is that? Is it the art's fault or is it the kids being exposed? Um, I think it's a little bit of both. I think I do think the exposure, who how you got the exposure, can take can probably take most of the blame. I yeah. get that part. Um, but the artist is not helping. It's yeah. not, you know, it's just not helping. So if you know, it's a, a leak in the freaking I don't know in the drainage. Yeah. And you know, obviously the people that expose him open the drain mm-hmm. and you put a freaking a patch halfway on there as an artist, it's like it's still draining. Like it's yeah. still not it's still flowing. You're not helping it. Yeah. No, I mean I, I guess for me it's just the challenge is like the artist is expressing themselves. Yes. And the and the and the kids who don't know better are accessing their music. That's outside of his control. Agree, yeah. but if you know, but is, where does responsibility and accountability come to? If you know that your music is causing X, Y, and Z, why not change or it, something? You know, because I mean, you got gangster rappers and then you got Kendrick Lamar. 
He yeah. talks about his experience, but uh, ultimately how he got from his experience, he talked about God at the end. Yeah, but to me it's like, and here's another argument I make. J. Cole's music, I love J. Cole. J. Cole, you know I love you. So Please come on please the show. Please come on the show. We love it. <laughs> J. Cole's music, before I understood it, I thought it was very, very unhealthy. Which one? Depends. All, all of it. it I mean, depends. it was like maybe like, this is before... Um, just give me a song. No, talk about everything. Like, like listen, listening to his music. So you thought Lost One was a bad, bad song? I'm saying not his song. I'm saying like listening to listen his to albums. Music. Okay. Like, I used to listen to his albums, like Born Sinner and all that stuff. I, I love Born before, Sinner. Before, before, Born um, Sinner to me wasn't even that bad. But like, if you listen to J. Cole's content about women, it makes you just want to smash chicks. Depending on the song. That's what I'm saying. See that? Depending depending not, and that's what I'm saying. Like J. Cole's, but J. Cole's very explicitly smashing chicks and wanting to smash chicks through all his songs. Yeah. So when I was like really trying to be follow God spiritually, I was like, dang, bro. Like at that time, I was like, man, like I can't listen to this because I always make me want to smash chicks. Yeah. And I was like, man, all these young kids would listen to J. Cole and be wanting to smash chicks. <laughs> yeah. And so then do you do you now get mad at J. Cole? Yeah, he takes the heat too. Everybody takes some heat. Oh, Everybody man. takes heat. I mean, I'm just I'm not it's 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 a tough thing to swallow. Yeah. Uh but everybody has uh I mean issues too. I mean, people can listen to one of our podcasts and say we, you know, told some guy to do a girl X, Y, and Z wrong. So yeah. I mean, it's gonna happen regardless. Uh but I think I can be more accepting to it. I'm pretty sure you can too. It's just if people are not faking. I think J. Cole actually went through that shit mm-hmm. and expressed themselves. And a lot of men can relate to that. Yeah. But he also had a good spin on it in certain albums. Cause I think Born Sinner, he was just really angry at life. Mm-hmm. Really angry. If you listen to Born Sinner, he's not happy. Yeah. <laughs> like he's not. Um and I think it's like some artists that fake the lifestyle, they say they pop perkin sex and Molly all the time to escape their feelings and you know. Yada yada yada. That's where it's like, fam, you're you're lying to you don't live like this, but you're expressing yourself as a gangster rapper and how you're not taking no shit and you killed, <laughs> you know, old buddy from down the street. Yeah. It's like now it's like fam, you're not even expressing your story. Yeah. You're just making up some BS just to sell. Yeah. And the selling of it is damaging and contaminating our youth. That's where I'm not agreeing with it. Yeah. So if you're expressing yourself and it's 100% true, like first day out, like, you know, with T Grizzly, I, when he got out, like, I really think he was just angry. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and he said, he said, yes, I slap dogs. Yes, I slap girls. Yes, I will slap a pussy nigga if he act up. I think that's 100% true. I think he would slap somebody. <laughs> you know, like, I, I, I get that, you yeah. know. Because um, I feel like he lives that lifestyle. I'm not yeah. saying, to, but like he is, he's part of his hurting the help, hurting the youth too. I yeah. Mean, I just don't like fakers. Just don't yeah. fake. Yeah. Don't lie to me. Yeah. You know, if you're really about that life, then just don't lie to me. Yeah. But then also have understanding and responsibility that you know your words have power. Yeah. You know, because that's what even, I don't know, if the, I don't know if it's like a whole idea, but when I got from the book of Eli is that the way to control people is giving them hope. And that's what he was saying through the religion, through the Bible. That's why that guy was running after the Bible and hunting for the Bible. And that's why the book of Eli remembered everything. Or Denzel Washington remembered the whole Bible because he knew the power that, you know, words and, you know, have an expression that they have over a people group. Mm-hmm. So you understand you have that responsibility and you get that. and But you intentionally do wrong 
for money, women, drugs, gangs, whatever, that's when you can't get my support. Yeah. And and that and and your point about intentionally doing wrong is a point that I'm I'm curious. Mm-hmm. I'm curious how much they are intentionally doing wrong. And one of my favorite 21 Savage um, quotes was, because they asked him, why do you talk about killing people in, his, in your music? And he said, would you play my music if I, if I didn't? I mean, if everybody changed, everybody would have to change. Yeah. They would have to. But yeah, but... The 20, that's, I mean, that's, yeah. A good, that's a good question. Yeah, and, the, and his point was just like, I want to make music and I want to make money to take care of my family. I have to talk about these things. Or yeah. you won't buy my music. Uh, but I mean, but do Drake talk about killing people? Yeah, but Drake No, doesn't, he doesn't. Drake, he does not call Drake, <laughs> Listen, Drake does not talk about killing people. Yeah. But Drake talks about his life. And we we all know, as much as we love Drake, Drake, Kanye, but especially Drake is an anomaly in the game. There's way more 21s than there are Drakes. A hundred percent agree, yeah. but I have. I, but he's the biggest artist. All the biggest artists probably step like Jay Z, to to a certain extent. But um, you can't. Twenty one can't give me that. That's not a good enough excuse. If I have, if you have Drake and not doing. But Drake it. is an anomaly. He's not the. He's an exception, bro. Kanye is not an exception. He not talk about killing. Kanye people. is an exception as well. Chance the rapper. He talks about killing people. A lot of, Listen, don't Kendrick. Do Kendrick talk about killing people? Can't wait. Do J. Cole wait, talk wait, about wait, 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 wait. He talks about his friends getting killed, but him Listen, himself killing people. Kendrick Lamar mm-hmm. paints a great picture of Compton culture to the extent yes. of Twenty One. He's not saying, talking Twenty One's lifestyle, but yeah. Kendrick Lamar paints a great grotesque picture mm-hmm. of Compton culture. Not saying he's promoting the lifestyle, yeah. but I've I, and I remember I was talking to my friend about this too. I was like. You can't you can't lie to me and say that J Cole and Kendrick weren't talking about a very unhealthy lifestyle at the beginning. Go no, to their, I mean, they, go, they go, was. And, I agree. and then I agree. and then they then they change up. Even Chance, Chance is well, cool. acid rap. Yeah, that was a that, claim that, to fame. Yeah. That's my favorite album of all yeah, time. Yeah. Thank you, Chance. Yeah. Acid rap. I love. But he was acid on, rap. he was fucked up and on drugs though. But he was actually living that lifestyle. But, same as Twenty One. You think Twenty One killed somebody? I don't know. <laughs> Do you think so? Do you think so? Listen. <laughs> I ain't I gonna talk. Know. I ain't gonna talk. I don't. I ain't gonna talk. I don't want no <laughs> investigator playing this video on twenty ones. <laughs> gonna be flagged by the FBI. Yeah, but and so that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that like, but I, like, like I don't. Kendrick. A lot of people don't Kendrick start off that clean. Kendrick never talks about killing people. He talks about sex with women. But that's what I'm saying. I'm saying a lot of people did not start off as clean as they are now. Jay Cole didn't start off that I way. I agree, but but we're talking about sex. And trying to get women and money and going through college is one thing. Mm-hmm. Killing people is a whole nother story. And my point is, you're 100% right. My point is that, but it's their life and all of them is unhealthy lifestyles. To the degree, yeah. you're right. This way, this acid rap and shooting up people and killing up your mom and all that yeah. stuff, no, two different levels. But to me, it's like, it's a byproduct of somebody expressing their unhealthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It just happened to be that... Twenty One's unhealthy lifestyle was a violence. Yeah, but but if he if he knows if he knows that if I talk about this and it's going to sell, even though he already made it and he's still talking about it like that, you don't think Twenty One should deserve some kind of accountability for that? What do you mean? If he knows that if I talk about killing people, it's going to sell, mm-hmm. even after the fact that he already made it. 
and he still does it. You don't think he should get some kind of accountability? I definitely do agree to. I definitely do agree to that. I feel the same way about people like, like, like rappers now. Like I remember listening to a Ti song about smashing chicks. I'm like, Ti, you have like a daughter who's about to be 19. You don't want her boyfriend here, and you know, some guy yeah, yeah. at the club hearing your song about smashing yeah, yeah. chicks and seeing your daughter. You supposed to evolve. Evolution is important. You're supposed to evolve. Evolution yes. is important, and it's like, and to me, I feel like what a lot of these guys realize is as you evolve, it's very, very hard to sustain your fame and success once you evolve. Yeah, but but you're gonna get you're gonna sustain your success um, as a rapper by p- promoting trash and and hurting the neighborhood. And so my, that's so that's what we're gonna do now. That's what we do. I'm not saying that they're promoting trash. I'm saying that. I really believe that they're just simply expressing themselves and telling their story. I don't think they're explicitly like promoting trash. I think um, probably most rappers. I I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But even from the Joe Budden podcast, these rappers that he know personally and what they rap about are not the lifestyle. Oh yeah, definitely. So. I can understand. It's just, it's like, it, and no, no knock against Meek. I love Meek. Yeah. But Meek cannot tell me, he cannot give me a, a three dream chases in a row. <laughs> you can't chase the dream three times <laughs> in a row. Yeah, 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 but yeah. you see the evolution of Meek. Like, I, yeah. like, he came from Philly in the streets, and you see now he's talking about freaking prison reform. Yeah. That's the evolution. He's doing just fine. Yeah. You're doing just fine. So, I mean, and I'm sure he understands the power that he has and the word that he has. But he still talk about his pain and struggle as of, of a man now. Yeah. Don't talk about fit when you was at fifteen. Like Kendrick, yeah. you can't give me the same story about your friend died fifteen years later because yeah. you know it's gonna make money. You yeah. know, like evolved. No, I agree with you. The evolution is important, and and I, th- I do think Twenty One did evolve though. Yeah, definitely. Because his, his last album, album yeah, 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 yeah. And so, uh, and so, yeah, I just think that moving forward in society, I think the the, the artists are the artists. Yes, it's capitalism. They're gonna do what makes the most money. Yeah, you know, unfortunately, it's a cause and effect. Yeah, to it though. they have to know that. They have, they to, have know to know that. that. But I really believe that if we go back to my first point, if we fix the culture Agreed. and we provide more positivity, the rappers can make whatever music they want to make, and the kids are still gonna be productive, healthy, and living good lives. I agree. Depending on the age, <laughs> depending on the age. But but to the point that why why are the other non-blacks affected like that. Because they're not in their community. They're not that, around but That's it. what I'm saying. You fix the community and they can give them the same music. It's, it sounds good. <laughs> it sounds good, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it just... To me, it's always going to be... I don't... Unless, Thanos is right. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says, man. Thanos I is right. I am. <laughs> we can say? control a lot of things. Yeah. If half the world was gone, <laughs> I'm not agreeing to it. But it's so much bad, so much bad, so much wrong with the government, the system, the way society works. Not work. saying that we're gonna snap our fingers yeah, and get rid of all the rappers. That. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not doubtful of God. I believe He definitely has power in His presence. He can change whenever He wants to. Yep. But today, mm-hmm. it's tough. It's tough. It's gonna take a lot of work, and it's gonna take a whole lot of effort from um, because. 
you know, we're at that age group now where those rappers that we look up to, you know, either they're going to remain, because J. Cole said it best mm-hmm. in 1985 when he was speaking to Lil Peep. Yeah. All the stuff you're rapping about now, it's, it's, it's small fans. Like you said, the, like, the white kids, they're there now, mm-hmm. but it's not going to affect them. Yeah. The black kids may stay with them, yeah. um, but he won't have a long career if he doesn't start talking about some real stuff. Mm-hmm. So... The rappers that are coming up now and we looking up to and, you know, we're coming of age, you know, we're trying to emulate that lifestyle so we can obviously go and um, be with our families and learn how to be better men, husbands, fathers and stuff like that. So if those rappers displays that and, you know, us being fans and maybe idolized or whatever, you know, we'll more likely, you know, follow that. That's why I think LeBron, Steph changed the game forever, you know, with this whole, um, Family thing, everything is above basketball. You know, mm-hmm. he, I think he changed the code for, forever as far as basketball players. Yeah, and what the basketball players are going to do in the community, a rapper like that can easily do that. Yeah, you know, and to me, the number one person that can do that is Drake, because he is the LeBron of rap right now. Yeah, um, so I I, I can see it happening, mm-hmm. but whoever is that front runner has to be able to take that baton and run with it. And that's why I'm a huge LeBron fan. Say what you want about him. But he's taking that uh, that baton and running with it. I know Steph is like, oh my god, he's only doing face legacy, and so everybody can praise him. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that is his motivation, at least he has a positive outcome. Yeah, goddamn yeah, it! Yeah. At least it's a positive. Everybody outcome. has a selfish why. Everybody does have a selfish why. No one's truly altruistic. Yeah. Yes, and I agree, and that's why even even with us and what we're trying to do, like to me, it's always about okay, how can we show young, give young men what they want, but also show them the, a healthy life that they can live. Yeah. So I mean, in closing, I do think that rap serves purpose. I mean, I I can relate to a lot of rappers, um, understand them. Like I get it. I do like the stories that they tell. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to say let's change. You know the expression. But if you're faking, that's where you won't get my support. Yeah. That's where it's like, fam, you're using random stories that you're making up for monetary gain, and you're affecting the community. I agree with you. And similar to what Chris said, I definitely do understand that in certain environments the lines of fact and fictions are blurred and rap music can't contribute to it but overall i truly believe that by fixing the culture by showing more positivity by you know giving young men just great alternatives to be successful you know what i mean to be respected you know to get the, a great woman in your life yeah and to give them those more positive examples would would just solve so many more issues and neutralize any negative effect for the most part that people feel like rap music today is really causing, yeah. which in my opinion I do and I, but I do think it's 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 moving. A lot of people a lot of these rappers have podcasts. They have, you know, different outlets that they express themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, they got LeBron got the HBO show, like yeah. they talking about some real stuff. So but that's morally changed to like our age and up. Yeah. It's it's the little ones that that that's like you know, they're going through that time right now and a lot of these decisions that they make can either make their lives or take their lives. Big facts. So that's the that's the thing. It's like them little ones is the one we have to worry about. Our generation, not too much. Yeah. I mean, we either in it or not in it <laughs> at yeah. this point. Uh, but them little ones, that's yeah. what we got to worry about. My name is Afis. Chris is the show. Wait, 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 wait. Where's my mask? Tuh. Where's my mask? Listen, listen, listen. Y'all got to stay away from each other. Mm-hmm. All right? You got to wash your hands. And this reminds me of Bane. Listen, you are merely adopted the dark. I was born in it. What happens if I remove the mask? What happens if I remove the mask? It will be very painful.
Still like a big boy. Big boy. For you. <laughs> and we are the roommates and adios.